Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. Now, last week we uh, here on Drive Time, we launched Season 3 of our exam series, Study Hub, uh, the Radio 1 show that offers Leaving Cert students an in-depth guide to the exams in June. Episode 2 is now available to download and Study Hub presenter Evelyn O'Rourke joins us in studio once again to talk us through some of the, uh, the best advice and tips in the latest instalment. Evelyn, last week in Episode 1, you covered English Paper 1, isn't that right? And, and the music exam, and you also had a um, study advice to help students as they face into the next few months, uh, really important months of exam preparation. But, 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 before we talk to you about episode two, we can give a little clue about one of the subjects you feature this week. Math is a wonderful thing. Math is a really cool thing. So get off your athletes, do some math. Math, 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 math. <laughs> so, <laughs> no big points I for wonder, guessing. Huh? <laughs> if anybody was iffy about maths, they're totally convinced now. That's school or off. Oh, uh, you answered the, the quiz there. Wonder what it is. One of the subjects this week. Listen, we do what we can on Study Hub. You know, we do what we can. Yes, this episode covers one of those big beasts of the Leaving Cert maths paper one, and we discuss both higher and ordinary level in this episode. And we will also cover the French paper with the mention about the oral exam too, which is coming down the tracks, Cormac, for students over the Easter holidays. And as we've done in the previous series, we do discuss the papers in detail because the big thing for students this year is to let them know the differences, however small that there are between this year's papers and last year's. Because you may remember last year there were amendments to the papers. Students were given really a wider range of choices. But this year, that famous phrase, gliding, they are gliding back to more like pre-COVID times. So students have to be really aware of that and we'll highlight those in every subject discussion. Okay, and uh, we look forward to that. So let's start with uh, Maths Paper 1 and the higher level. And this is a subject which offers uh, extra CA points, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the H1 in this subject can give students up to 125 points. It's an, you know, up to an extra 25 points compared to H1 in other subjects. So this encourages students really to pursue maths at the higher level. But of course, with those points available, it means this course is tough and challenging. And Louise Boylan is our teacher on this subject. She's from the Institute of Education on Leeson Street. She loves this paper. Her enthusiasm would carry her advice is drill and skill know the concepts and show how you know them she believes in working on these she says it's like studying the piano you don't study it you have to practice 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 it here Louise so in this year they have a little less choice than they did last year but they do still have choice so it's gliding back to pre-COVID times exactly that's a great phrase the total marks are going to be the same as they were before COVID so the exam paper is split in two halves it's a 300 mark paper 150 marks per second So the first section is going to have six questions and they have a choice to do five out of the six. So there's one that they can leave out. The key for the students is that the questions are not divided by a particular topic. The topics can be muddled up. So it's not a case that they can just decide I'm going to leave out a certain topic. You knew I was about to ask you that. You get plagued (laughs) with that every year. What can I leave out? What can I leave out? Because students naturally have topics they really like and are drawn towards. Yeah. But is that the main bit of advice that they just need to get that out of their mind? They can't start their strategy with what do I leave out? What do I leave out? No. And I mean, that was never a question before COVID, you know, but that's just come in now 
license. That's, that's always been a question. That's what what probably has always but, but it really is testing everything now. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's the whole point is that they don't see maths as discrete topics anymore. They're supposed to see maths as an entire language nearly where the topics reinforce each other. Am I right that, you know, algebra is going to underpin everything? You've got to nail your algebra to go into that Absolutely. exam hall confidently. Algebra are the, are the basic building blocks of the world of maths. Anytime yeah. you solve an equation, that's algebra. You know, anytime you sub a number into a formula that you're actually using algebra skills there, you just don't really think about it. I try to not use the word algebra because they just kind of panic. So really. spend the time on it. Spend the time on it. And they're doing algebra all the time. They don't even realise. Just once you use the word algebra, they kind of freak out. So you didn't even know you were doing it. OK. But it is it is everywhere. It's everywhere and nowhere, you know. Yeah, good advice, Louise. Uh, you move on then, Evelyn, to Ordinary Level Maths Paper 1 and the significance of the uh, the logbook was mentioned here. I know. Jean Kelly is our teacher here again for the Institute of Education. She's a big fan of the logbook. She says that people really don't appreciate the value of it in the exam hall and she even presented me with my very own copy this year. Ah. But her main advice, that's the kind of souvenir you get in Study Hub, but the main <laughs> advice is that very much like the higher level paper, you never know what topics will come up so you cannot leave out anything or say you kind of won't study something, you have to be prepared. So here Jean Kelly gives more tips about the paper. Less choice. Yeah. But you still have choice. They are snappy, they're precise, they're clearer. I think uh, whoever's writing the paper these days, they're really making a good job of it. You like it? Uh, Yeah. Two sections to the paper. Section A has six questions. You have to do five last year and the year before you had to do four. And then there's section B. There's four of them. You have to do three. Last year you only had to do two. So I would spend half the time doing the question. So if the question's out of 30 marks, spend 15 minutes doing the question. If the question's out of 50 marks, spend 25 minutes doing the question. If you're a really good gifted student and you wanted to do them all, I would say 10 minutes per question in section A and then 20 minutes per question in section B. Now, we know with higher level, they're just constantly just taking stuff from all over the course. I know you're going to yeah. say the same thing for paper. It's exactly the for same. For ordinary level as well. Well, in terms of paper one, I wouldn't be leaving anything out at all. You could get a bit of statistics on paper one. You could get a bit of varying volume. Like I think this year, the trapezoidal rule could come up on paper one mixed in with functions and graphs. So you need to know everything from the get go. You and I may laugh at the log tables, but there is a reason we talk about them. Yeah. In terms of paper one, there isn't that many formula that you need to kind of use or need to learn. You definitely need to learn the modulus formula for complex numbers. Write the formula down that you get points for that. Absolutely. Let's say you get the question wrong. But you've written down a formula and you've subbed into the right formula in the right way. Mm -hmm. You gain marks that way. Making sure that you try a question because you always get attempt marks and you'd nearly pass the paper on the attempt marks they're given these days. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. That's great advice. In terms of like... reassuring going in. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If you have a 10 mark question, like there's a low partial credit usually of four. So that's 40%. Like you're passing on the attempt. Now, you can't just write down any, anything willy-nilly. You wouldn't put down a formula for, let's say, the equation of a line if you were looking for the equation of a circle. Like You, you need to have some kind of relevant information there. So everything you write down gains you marks. They're trying to give you marks. They're not trying to deduct marks off you. It's not negatively marked at all. In fact, it's more promotion. They're trying to give you as many marks as they possibly can. Tell them to give... So yeah, a lot to take in there. That's Jean Kelly there. Your third subject, uh, Evelyn, is French. Isn't that? And we know French is a busy exam with lots of different components from the written exam to the oral and the oral. Talk us through the advice in here. Yeah, delighted again to be joined in studio by our old friend on Study Hub, Nick Grease from Fasafas French Leaving Cert Exam Preparation Centre. He talks about the oral exam due to take place with the others, of course, over the Easter holidays and the written paper. And he has great strategies. And his main advice, Cormac, to students is to just keep translating 
translation texts at home. Keep, keep translating. And then in terms of the written expression, look at common themes that come up like homelessness, climate, junk food, littering, cost of living, all those big topics. Get your seven or eight phrases on flashcards and learn them off. And two things that he said stuck with me. He said the way they grade you is through communication. What did you understand and how did you express yourself? And the second thing he says that students often go into the hall and you can imagine this and write down kind of everything they know in French on a sheet of paper. Then they start crossing out and tipexing and having lines and stars all over the place and the answer paper can look like a mess. He says instead get extra paper, do your draft, take your time in your draft. Then when you're happy with it, just write it out neatly. He believes that a H1 or H2 paper, Cormac, should look like a H1 mm-hmm. or H2 paper. I liked that. OK. Finally, at this point, uh, Evelyn, many students have received their mock exam results. And this, this can be a, a challenging time for students, can't it, uh, as they face into the next few months of exam preparation. But Nick Grease has some great advice for students on your podcast. Yeah, he was making the point that these are tough weeks. He sees people coming in and out and he feels they need to be inspired, maybe, as they kind of look down the tracks of the next few months. So he brought us back to that incredible World Cup football final in December, right? When France were totally lost for the first 70 minutes of the game and then they had to change the match around and he said this: they had to battle and they had to dig deep and change the narrative and take control and he thinks this is a great analogy for exam students. So we know obviously in the end they lost out in penalty shootout but what he was saying was that minute 70 it looks like they'd lost everything. So here Nick Rees shares his message of encouragement to students all through the power of sport and football with a little bit of French even thrown in. Back in December, we went from that uh, feeling, uh, this is going to be a humiliation, to, Jesus, we're going to make it. Because you didn't score for ages. That was the problem. For about 70 minutes, uh, (laughs) we didn't exist. So something happened, something clicked. And I was thinking, oh, this is a super message for the the students. So how do you switch to, uh, (laughs) I'm going to make it? Uh, you have that loss of motivation. You wanted a H1, you got a H3, you want a H2, you got a H4, and you feel low. How do you do it? Huh? How do you go in that winning mindset again? So three things you can do. The first one I like, which is, okay, the personal challenge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to do something now. What is it that I want to have studied well by the end of May in every single subject? So take a look at each of the subjects, write down everything that you want to have learned. Divide that by the amount of weeks left. And now you have your weekly goals. Now the last thing is you need ruthless discipline. Okay, so now you will not let anything come between you and those goals. You say no to anything that will distract you. TikTok, no. You throw everything at this. Become a study beast, a machine. Even the grade, in a way, won't matter that much anymore. Because you have won already. You've overcome your own obstacles. You were strong when it was difficult. You have won. And I think there's something magical in giving it your all. So that's how we want our students to feel end of June when it's all over or feel like the French coming from behind. Oh, I love it, Nick Grees. And I love it, uh, Evelyn O'Rourke. How do you do it in the exam? You turn to Mbappe. That's how you do it. Thank you, Evelyn. And episode two is ready to download. And you'll be back here, Evelyn, uh, next Wednesday to bring us uh, details of episode three. 